2: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Let's talk about injuries. Not my favorite topic, but something that is a huge part of of what I do and have done for years is a help people avoid becoming injured and b helping them come back when they have become injured. So what we're going to talk about real simple four phases. What are injuries? Why do they happen? What do you do when they happen? How do you work around them and how do you avoid them in the future? Four simple topics. When it comes to injuries, and this is why when I talk about myself and the races I have done, part of the reason for talking about that is to tell you that I have pushed the limits, that I am, yes, an experiment of one on top of having worked with thousands of people over the years, because that was always important to me. I always wanted to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk. And having done the Ironmans and the marathons and the ultramarathons and adventure races, I've learned a lot about injuries. And my goal was to avoid them at all costs. And that was top and still is to this day of what I am most proud of. And we'll talk about accidents and things that happen. And yes, even with me, remarkably so, very infrequently. But these are controllable. And that is one of the. Biggest things I will talk about is being honest about the etiology of your injuries. That's this whole show, in my opinion. But I talk about that because I've used the example before after I finished, I think it was my 25th or 26th Ironman triathlon and made some mention about it on social media somewhere. And, you know, how injury free and a friend said he would knock wood for me. It's, it's not about knocking wood. Knocking wood doesn't fix imbalances. Knocking wood doesn't keep your ego in check. Knocking wood is not what keeps you from getting injured, especially when it comes to chronic injuries. And we'll talk about the difference, the two major types of injuries that we deal with. But it comes down to being honest. And it comes down to what your goals are. So much of injuries, especially guys, and and now, you know, women as well, it comes down to ego and picking your battles and knowing. That the cliche is true. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So my job, as I've said so many times as a fitness professional, is to get you the greatest results in the shortest amount of time with what? The least likelihood of injury. The least likelihood of injury. And there are far too many people who are working in this profession who don't have the education nor the ability to do that. They push too hard too soon and people get hurt and that's not okay. All right. So we're going to talk about injuries, what they are, why they happen, what to do when it's inevitable. It's not a matter of if, but when for most people, and that's okay. And then how to avoid them in the future. All right. Quick break. And then when we come back, we're getting right into it. Talking about injuries, this is Fitness
1: Disrupted. We will be right back.
2: savings products insured by ncua investment products are not insured not obligations of navy federal and may lose value
0: you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandys can give you that comforting pause don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a keebler sandys for a post errands pick pick-me-up this magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by ernie and the keebler elves So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandys.
3: All right. So talking about injuries and I've always thought, like, what is the definition? Someone said to you, what is the definition of an injury? Is it pain? That's part of it. But I pulled out some of my old textbooks, biomechanics of sport and exercise, That's an old one. Goes way back to one of my certifications sitting right here on my desk right now. So I was just flipping through to see what these old textbooks had as their definition. And one talked about, you know, what is the biomechanical basis of injury? And, you know, there's a lot of scientific mumbo jumbo that I could get into. Here's what I distill it down to. An injury is something that prevents you from doing an activity that you want to do. That's it in a nutshell for me. So someone who says, you know, I used to love to golf, but now I can't golf because it hurts my back. I used to love to run, but I can't run because I have bad knees or a bad back. And my question always is, what what does that mean? What does bad knees mean? And we'll talk about that as well. All right. Injuries generally fall into two categories when we're in this realm of discussion, and it's acute and chronic. Acute and chronic. So basically, chronic is repetitive, happens over time. Runners, swimmers, really common. Runners, so common. Overuse injuries. Repetitive motion. How many shows have I talked about why it's so important to put variation into our programs? And I've said many times, runners will eventually become triathletes if they only run, because you will be forced to cross-train when you become injured. So it does not matter how healthy that one mode of exercise is. If you do it exclusively, you will most likely run into issues. Not everyone, but most people. Okay? So there is acute injuries and chronic chronic. I was just talking about acute injuries. You're doing a clean and jerk. You are sprinting. An acute injury, boom, you know it just happened. You know it just happened. And so again, to kind of distill it down, you can control the likelihood of injury by controlling the intensity and the frequency. So acute injuries Pushing too hard too soon for many people. Too much weight. Acute. Oftentimes controllable. Not always, but oftentimes. And without getting too deep into it, there's that huge push to these crazy workout routines that are too much for most people out of the gate. And that's where you get the acute injury, along with the chronic, by the way. And let's jump right into it, because that's part of it. Is you do these crazy workouts. And I talked about this with Mike Boyle, lower back, perfect example. I use the paperclip analogy. He used the credit card. You bend it, bend it, bend it. How many times do you have to bend a credit card or a paper clip before it fails? So when you do certain exercises that are, are too intense with improper form quite often, you are wearing away at certain structures in your body. And so it's not an acute injury that happens. But after one month, two months, three months of doing that repetitive, too intense, poor form activity exercise, suddenly it goes. And now it goes to what I was talking about right at the beginning of the show. Do you associate that injury with what you were doing? So often, no. No. You bent down to pick up your toothbrush, your back goes out, and you blame it on something else. Give you a great example. I had a guy I worked with many years ago. He wanted me to do. Kind of a crazy medicine ball, ab routine, lots of rotation, too fast, just a dumb, dumb routine. And I said, I didn't want to do it. He kept doing it. He did it in front of me, did it for a couple days. One day I came in to the gym. He's standing there, didn't move. I said, what's wrong? He goes, I hurt my back. I said, oh, how'd that happen? He said, I was running and, you know, I have a leg length discrepancy and, and that's what caused my back issue. I was like, okay, did you? just developed that leg length discrepancy because he wasn't young. He'd been running for a long time. (laughs) Uh, That wasn't, in my opinion. What did it? Could I be wrong? Of course I could. And that is the problem with injuries. Although I don't think I'm wrong in this case at all. Uh, But that's it. So you got to control the intensity and the frequency. So an injury is something that prevents you from doing what you want to do. I always want to be able to run and swim and bike, play with my kids and do all the recreational activities I want to do. And to do one thing that's going to prevent that from happening, not happening, not happening in my opinion. Now I'm not a professional athlete, professional athletes. The more your job is associated with exercise. Sure. Then you're on the border with because it's your job. But even then you still want to be smart because if you're injured, you don't make money. So there's a very fine line. And that's the problem is so many people I see today doing risky moves and doing too much, they're not professional athletes. You don't have to do that. And there is an incredibly easy way to do cost benefit of certain exercises. All right. Greatest results, shortest amount of time with least likelihood of injury. All right. So again, let's just go back to acute and chronic quickly. Chronic, those are your stress fractures, your plantar fasciitis, your shin splints, your tennis elbow, your runner's knee, things that generally develop over time by overuse and also muscle imbalances, okay? And those generally present like when you're performing an activity, you go out for a run and your hip hurts, your IT band is tighter, your piriformis, a dull ache at rest back to the piriformis. Uh, and I will talk about, I had incredible experience with piriformis uh, back when I was really getting into the Ironman and, and running. And then there can be swelling as well. And then the acute injuries, again, muscle tears, those are your rotator cuff tears, your ligament ruptures, your hamstring strains, your calf strains. And that's generally sharp pain. And you have an inability to then move through your normal range of motion. And you have weakness, shoulders, holy cow, for so many people. Most mobile joint, most susceptible to injury. So you got to be careful. So back to the what. The injury is what keeps you from doing what you want to do. The why is the hardest thing. And let me say this. Let's take plantar fasciitis. That is pain in the bottom of your foot. Your plantar fascia runs from your heel all the way across the bottom of your foot. Generally speaking, you get out of bed in the morning and you step down and your feet kill. They've shortened overnight pain. And plantar fasciitis is something that if you let it go too long, it takes a really long time to get rid of. Here's the thing. What's the etiology? There's a handful. And like every injury, for the most part, if a person tells you, here's the one thing, oh, absolutely, it's your shoes. Your shoes are too padded, or they're not padded enough, or on and on and on. If it were that simple, people, we wouldn't have these issues. If there was one cause of almost all of these issues that people run into, then we wouldn't have the issues we have. We go, oh, we know exactly what it is all the time. It's not that simple. But being strong and having balanced body, it is that simple. So in other words, muscle weaknesses, muscle imbalances lead to so many issues. Let me go to my piriformis issue. So back when I was really racing hard, doing a bunch of... Ironman's marathons a year. I started getting this pain in my glute. And I had a doctor friend, he said, you have sciatica. And it presented kind of like that, kind of ran down the back of my leg. But, you know, the more I looked into it, I go, I don't, I don't think so. And, you know, he wasn't an orthopedic doctor, but uh, I didn't think so. And this is way back before I was e- even starting with um, the studies and and really training people and getting my master's and all that kind of stuff. So I was still trying to figure stuff out. and. I spoke with one of the smartest sports medicine doctors who's now become a great friend of mine who said, Tom, you got to try strengthening your glutes. You got to try. So the piriformis is a muscle in uh, the middle of your glute essentially. And when it is working really hard because other muscles are not, then you got issues. Then it gets tight. And the uh, issue with that again, so often are Weak muscles of the lower body, weak glutes. And your sciatic nerve can run in front, behind, sometimes through. Long story short, I did single leg exercises, unilateral exercises, focused on that, not an issue. Not an issue. And if you think you have piriformis issue, real simple. Going for long drives, sitting for long periods of time, pain in the butt. It is the simplest way to explain it, a dull ache, and it hurts but i dealt with it i tried so many different things listened to the experts and said you know what i'm going to do what this sports doctor recommended at the time many years ago awesome and so let me say this with so many injuries we've talked about recovery techniques massage electric stim you know the the uh, guns now recovery boots all those things feel good but if you have pain what is the cause? Is that gun, massage gun, going to fix the weakness? No, it's going to make you feel good for the most part in the short term. So you have to figure out the ideology. What is the cause? And again, you got to look at many different factors. But it is so simple to say, if you're not doing full body strength training and flexibility for, for the most part as well, that is so often one of the simplest cures for so many of the issues. Because weak muscles around the shoulders and the knees and the hips lead to problems. You can't be, you know, expect your body to do it, it. what you're asking it to do if it's not strong enough to do it. If it's not balanced enough to do it. And the great news is, is these workouts are not the bodybuilder workouts that are an hour long at the gym. Five, 10 minute workouts that fix these weak links. Go so long. I spent an entire lifetime helping people do just this, and myself included. Okay, so my piriformis not an issue now that I do those strength moves. And let me give you one more of my personal experiences. So then I was ramping up swimming, and if you know me or have listened to my stuff or read my books, I don't enjoy swimming, and so I'm not good at it. I've done a bunch of races around the world. I- I'm not horrible. I'm just I'm not as fast as I would like to be. And one. Year training for an Ironman, I had a little bit of a twinge in the back of my shoulder. And I do my internal, external rotation exercises, all that stuff. Really good friend, doctor friend, one of the smartest guys in the business. Talked to him about it. He said, Tom, I want you to do this other shoulder exercise. And I said, But I'm doing these. And <laughs> he said, Do this one. And I said, But I'm doing these. And he said, Do this one. And you know what? I said, I'm going to listen to him. It was one exercise and I'm going to give it time. And so I did it along with my other exercises, internal and external is just another variation of that. And I gave it a couple months and it worked. So that is another lesson. I could do a five hour show on this, but physical therapy and things like that. My goal is to keep people from having to go. I don't want you to have to go to physical therapy. I don't want you to not be able to do what you want to do. And I don't want you to be in pain. So when I talk about what I do for a living, look better, feel better, live longer, avoiding injury is in that feel better part because you can't enjoy life if you're in pain all the time. And, and the horrible, crazy thing about human nature is we can learn to live with some really bad pain. And what happens is the compensatory injuries, your shoulder starts to hurt. You start to put your, sh- your shirt on differently. You do everything differently. And then all of a sudden your lower back hurts and you're not quite sure why. Your shoulder starts to feel better because you're not using it at all or you're not using it in the way you used to. But you're not using your body in the way it's meant to be used. And so the shoulder starts to feel a little better, but it goes somewhere else. This is why injuries can be so problematic. So now we know we got to control the intensity and the frequency. So you can't go out and run 10 miles a day every day and do just that and expect that not to be an issue unless you're like certain freaky people, but even those <laughs> thinking of Michael Wardian, by the way, who just, you know, one of the most amazing ultra runners, but I just watched him do some crazy strength work. So even he's doing it. So the what and the why. Okay. So now when it's happened and it happens and it happens because you don't have the information and you don't do the strength training. You don't know what to do. And again, that's what the show's about giving you the information to be able to be the best you. So now it happened. You have a lower body injury and maybe it's, you had to have surgery. Maybe it's a niche surgery. And so many people get down and I get it. Wow. It's, it hurts. It's painful. You have to, you, you know, surgery. And they think it's over. And I worked with so many of these people back when I was training clients. Well, yes, it's frustrating, but now it's an opportunity. So every injury is an opportunity to get better. Why? Because it's forced Variation, because if you were just running, now you're forced to not run. So what do you do? There's an upper body ergometer, so that is where you sit and you use your upper body. Most gyms have hopefully one, and that's the cardio. But physical therapy uh, studios have it as well. But if you can't use your lower body, go. How do I do cardio? Well, you can do that, and sometimes you can swim. You can put your your legs hold onto that pull buoy, deep water running my point is you can do something and you can often do a lot and you focus on your core and you focus on your upper body. So it's not not a matter of focusing on what you can't do. It's focusing on what you can and that variation will work wonders. And by the time the injury's over and you're through it, you will come back stronger than ever. And this is the exact story of my most successful clients because stuff happens. But you don't give up. You don't do nothing. You do something. All right. One more quick break. When we come back, I'm also going to talk about eating because so many of you, it's about, you know, getting to that weight you want to be. And that's part of all this. So we're going to talk about when an injury happens, you control the food even that much more. All right. Final break. We'll be right back.
0: Don't forget to pack the melt in your mouth magic of a Keebler Sandys for a post errands pick me up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause
3: and enjoy a Keebler Sandys. All right, so we're talking about injuries, not my favorite topic as I started the show by saying, but it's it's a huge part. Of this world. And I want it to be less. The fitness world. I want it to be so much less. And that is what drives me nuts. About watching people. Work with people. And push them too hard. And I've often. In my. In, you know, Decades in this industry. Been accused of going too easy on people. And I go okay. That's fine. I'm going to get the results. It may take a little longer. But I'm going to get them. But I'm not going to get hurt. Now let me say this before I start talking about the eating part of all this is so often when you have an injury, an acute injury, especially the body is never quite the same. And I don't want to be negative, but the point is you want to avoid them at all costs, especially as we get older. 51. I don't want a rotator cuff injury. I don't want to break anything. I've Never broken a bone. Don't want to start now. I don't want to tear anything from exercise. And so when I talk about those risky exercises that I know some people roll their eyes and they go, I'm going to do them. Be my guest. You can do whatever you want. Free world. You do all those exercises. But I just want you to know the risks. And I want you to be honest when you get injured, unlike that friend of mine way back when, who said wasn't wasn't the, the cause. And remember, we're going to be 70, 80, 90, 100 years old. And what you did at 40, 50, 30, will come back. And I am not, you know, talking about and as proud of all the events I have done as I am being injury-free. Because that is my thing. And listen, I got a lot of friends who are in this industry and... They push people really hard, and they're injured quite frequently. The 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 fitness people themselves—that's I, I, not something I'd be proud of. I I don't want my non-professional fitness person injured frequently. That's a problem, in my opinion. You know, working on two lawsuits right now, injuries—that's a problem. Fitness professionals who I'll leave it at that. So we're talking about. Food now, because if you're like, okay, I'm injured, I can't do what I want to do. Well, when it comes to maintaining your weight, if you can't expend as many calories as you were before, then you control what you take in. And so that's great news. What do I end just about every show with? Three things we control how much we move, what we put into our mouths and our attitude. If we can't control how much we move as much, Let's control what we put into our mouths that much more if the goal is to maintain or to continue to lose weight, by the way. And as I said before the break, there are things you can do. So I'm actually not letting you off the hook for finding some way to burn calories, even with your injury, depending on what it is. Depending on what it is. So food, if you're into the, one of your goals is the weight loss, weight maintenance, and you have an issue going on, Control what you can eat a little bit healthier, healthier choices. These are controllable. And by the way, it's going to make you feel better Do an hour on just if you're injured and you don't feel good about yourself and you're in pain, you don't feel good. Well, sure. You want to grab for those junk food things to feel good in the short term, but that's a slippery slope and that's a snowball effect that goes the wrong way really fast. So when things, when you're injured, you figure out, A, what can I do? And if you need help with a fitness professional, that's where you go. Qualified trainer, coach, show me how to work around this issue. And then you control what you eat that much more. And if you haven't been controlling it much at all, perfect time. Perfect time to start doing it. So again, you have to be honest when you get injured. And look back and say, can I avoid this? What, what was this caused by? And let me finish with this. There are accidents. There are things we can't control. And that's why they're called accidents. And I've been very fortunate, had very few, kind of on one hand pretty much. But just a couple of years ago, in Nantucket, getting on the paddleboard, wave comes in, smacks me in the knee. Smacks me in the knee. I knew that I was in trouble. Like there was pain. Went to the hospital. I've got some major issues. A uh, crazy set of circumstances. Through my charity, I was offered a slot the next day in the Hawaii Ironman. I am on a crutch. I'm getting ready to teach my two-week fitness camp. And I've got a knee injury. Now, I've never had one. But I know my body well enough to say, yes, this is bad. But I had, let's see, it was August. <laughs> two months. August, September, a little over two months. It was 10 weeks, actually, I remember now. 10 weeks to get ready for it. And I said, I'm not passing up this opportunity to do the Hawaii Ironman, actually, for the second time. But I had major injury. A little complicated in that, kind of had to self-diagnose it along the way as well. But the story is this. I said, you know what? I'm not going to run. I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to bike. I'm going to swim. I know I can't run on this. The first day I'm going to run is at the Hawaii Ironman. And here was the other thing. If when I started running or any part of it, the pain was such that I knew I was going to cause permanent damage, I was going to DNF for the first time in my life. Long story short with that, I did it. And it was an amazing experience. And it was scary. And I didn't run until I got off the bike in the Ironman. And the body said, okay, didn't run fast. The goal was just to finish. So my point is, you can always do something. You can work around it. You can be smart. It's called intelligent progression, okay? And that is what's so lost in fitness right now. It's either five-second abs or flip a 500-pound tire, and there's no in-between. There's no excessive moderation. There's no building your base. And that's the other thing. The reason I was able to do that, and it sounds like a crazy story, is it comes out of my mouth, and I have some of you going, what is he talking about? Knee injury, didn't run. I had done so many. I had a base of strength. I had been through some pretty crazy races. But that's a topic I've talked about before as well. Is you never lose what you've worked so hard for. You all those articles. If you stop exercising for a certain amount of time. If you never did it, it. That's a load of malarkey. As Joe Biden would say. <laughs> it's malarkey. So I just give you that example. It's an, it's an extreme example but it was about working around it, being smart, doing what I could do. And by the way, pulling my goals back. Not that I was planning on going fast in an Ironman anytime soon, but I certainly wasn't going to care what my time was for that race. It was about finishing. It was about an opportunity to have an incredible experience again. And so I did what I needed to do to get there. So injuries, let's wrap it all up. They can be avoided. They can be avoided. You have to be smart. You have to put ego aside. You have to lift intelligently. You have to listen to the right people and follow the right plans. If your goals are super lofty, if you're like, you know, I want to qualify for this race or do whatever. And, and that entails you pushing. I get it. But again, professional athletes don't want to get hurt. They don't get paid. Well, many do. <laughs> Contracts are really good now. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get hurt. So excessive moderation is a huge part of the solution. See how I brought this all back to that? It just is. And I'm living proof of that. And my clients are living proof of that. And injuries are going to happen. You're going to tweak things here or there. And you go, okay, why did that happen? And I have so many questions for listener mailbags about certain specific injuries. And a lot of them I have dealt with for years. And so I can give you some great advice. Is it an absolute cure-all? No but it can really help and it's generally the the strengthening as I was saying earlier. So you can't ask your body to do things if you don't put in the homework. Perfect way to bring this to a close. That's why the boring exercises are the ones that allow us bring it all the way back to the definition I, I had. An injury is something that prevents you from doing an activity that you enjoy. Well, if you want to continue to do that activity, you got to do your homework. Your homework doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be at the gym. It has to be the five components of fitness. If you haven't listened to that episode, please do. You have to work on your muscular strength, your cardiovascular endurance, your flexibility, all of those things. When any one of those things is off a little bit, problems happen. When you do all of those things a little bit frequently, you are less likely to get injured. It's not about knocking wood. It's about being smart It's about being consistent and it's about appreciating not being hurt. And that's why the ultimate success in fitness is not seeing a number on a scale or seeing what you look like in the mirror. Those things are great. I get it. It's things not happening. You don't get injured and you don't get sick. And when those things don't happen frequently, that's when you say it's working. At 50, at 60, at 70, you can do everything you want to do and you don't say, oh, I have this pain because I'm, j- I'm getting old. It's not how it works. We have the control. You control, as I just said earlier, three things. How much you move, what you put into your mouth, And your attitude. And when you control those things consistently, you're less likely to get hurt. And good things generally happen. Enough. All right. That's injuries. So be smart. Do your basic exercises. Do them frequently. Don't push the intensity too much. Mix up the frequency. If you're a runner, do some biking, do some swimming. Whatever you do, if you're a gardener, Mix up your movements, do things so you strengthen your body so that you can continue to do all those things you love. Core strength, basic flexibility, and basic strength. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. If you have not yet rated the show, please do. I really, really appreciate it. Tom H. Fit is both my Instagram and Twitter handle, so you can reach out to me through there with any questions, comments. If you want to comment, if you're at one of those podcast sites where you can comment on the show, that's great too. I read those. And hashtag fitness disrupted when you use social media. That is greatly appreciated. This is a tough topic for me. But it's one of those things where something not happening, people just go, you're just really lucky. Well, we also create our own luck. And when it comes to our bodies, I want to be as lucky as I can be. And so do you. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.